Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Going to do our Round 8 Draft uh, review this afternoon. Round 8, a pretty successful round for us. Came up with a really good score uh, in a 14-man comp uh, that sort of struggled a little bit score-wise. Wasn't an overly high-scoring round all across the board, but uh, we came up with a really good performance. We scored just over nine, no, heaps over 900 actually, 968. Uh, the next best in our competition was 812, so uh, 816, sorry. So we were about 150, uh, 152 points ahead of second place there for the weekend. So we had a really good weekend. Uh, the guy that we versed, 776, Mick, uh, his team is struggling. He's had a couple of injuries and whatnot. Uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, all things considered, 77.6 was a pretty uh, decent score for him, 776, but um, faced me in a really bad bad week. Uh, we spoke about it during the week that my matchups were going to be really good for this game and uh, they certainly delivered 968 this week in a 14-man comp. I was very, very happy with that one. I was having a look today at the top point scorers from the weekend as far as Supercoach goes. Uh, pretty crazy. There was only, I think, 10 guys that scored hundreds this weekend's and I had three of them so pretty crazy I had Scott Drinkwater got 113 Papi got 107 and you and Aiken who got 101 so yeah out of the 10 players that scored hundreds this week I had three of them that's in a 14-man comp so pretty crazy 
I don't think anyone else had more than one of them. Actually, one of the guys did aim, and he had a Justin Olam who got 115, and he also had Luke Brooks who got 101. So outside of that, uh, to have three of the top 10 scorers for the week, it's going to be very tough to lose. One of them was my captain in Ryan Pappenhausen, uh, 107. So good week for me. Um, I'll go through the game and how it actually went, how it played out. Uh, we started off on Thursday night. Now, the Thursday night game... We had Katoni Staggs in this one, came up with an 82 against the Cronulla Sharks. Also had Britton Nakora, who got 69. Essentially, <clears throat> essentially all in base for Britton Nakora. Uh, so a very impressive showing there from him and Katoni Staggs, scoring that try and being really solid. 82. Uh, stoked I've got Staggs in my team this year. He really is a huge X factor uh, in my side. And I decided this week just to grab a front rower, just to make sure I got a W. I was pretty confident I was already going to. Uh, but just to make sure, I didn't want to run with that. Um, extra AEs again. So I went with Roycey Hunt, just grabbed him. He got a 47, so happy with that. He'll come out of my team this week, and I'll be back on the front row forward hunt. If I choose to go down that path, I might see how it goes. Uh, for Pooh that night, he had Will Kennedy and Jordan Rickey. Both got 40s, so not too bad. Um, definitely not up to the standard that you want them at. Will Kennedy was his VC. 43 is a disappointing VC score, and Jordan Rickey, 40. You really want your back rowers to be going 50-55 uh, every single week. That's what I aim for anyway. We then had the Panthers taking on the Titans. Only had the one player in this, Isaac Tago. Scored a try of a kick, got a 50. I'm starting to get a little bit worried about Tago and his scores. Uh, obviously, with a try, you take that out, you're looking at about 33, which isn't too bad uh, for a CTW, but I am looking for more upside from Tago moving forward. Uh, he had Marzio, who killed it, 82. He had David Fafita. Uh, Fafita was his first round pick this year, and uh, he's injured, came off the bench. This is why I can never go near Fafita. Uh, as a first-round pick. I don't know how people do it and sleep at night, to be honest with you. Uh, it is exhausting to watch. We then had the Manly Seagulls taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Um, Michael, he's obviously last in our comp at the moment, so he had first pick of the waiver wire last week. Went with Isaiah Tass, which is the pick that I would have gone. He's gone a little bit obscure with some of his waiver picks so far this season. Uh, different to how I would have gone about it, but I think he nailed this one. Tass came out with an 84-point performance. Very impressive. He also had Blake Taff, who he picked up off the waiver wire, um, who was a non-player for him because he was short one, but he was the only guy on his bench, so he came in with a 66, so that was very handy. Myself, I had Cola. He only got 29 in this performance, but I think he'll be better for the run, and when Manly get Olukawatu back and they get Turbo back, Cola, uh, I think, is going to be an absolute star there. He also had Dylan Walker, who he picked up off the waiver wire a couple of weeks ago. 37 off the bench. Always the risk you play when you have a guy that comes off the bench. Uh, he's playing in his second row at the moment. I assume he's got a couple of second rowers that are injured. Uh, he doesn't at the moment. It's interesting. So I don't know if Walker is always his first choice second rower or not. Uh, but 37 there is sort of what I would anticipate from Walker. Yes, he's got attacking upside and whatnot. Yes, the game was made hard because uh, Manly had 12 players in the field. But as I said, always a punt having an interchange player who's a utility on your bench like that. And Joshy Mansour, who got 25 points for him. Uh, Super Saturday kicked off with the Warriors and the Raiders. I had a really good showing here. Ewan Aiken, 101, scored a try later on another one, Matty Tomoko, scored a try, 56. Also disappointing, if I have a, a center wing that scores a try and they get under 60, I'm pretty disappointed with that, to be honest with you. Tomoko and Tago both did that, so good they scored tries, uh, but I really want more out of them, realistically. Schneider came up with a 43 and a pretty poor performance. We're seeing the Jack White will miss two weeks now. 
So Schneider, he's definitely got himself another two weeks in this side. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm probably going to have to let go of him when Fogarty does return. I was hopeful that there was a world where Schneider could hold that jersey, but I don't think he will now, realistically. Uh, then we had the Roosters game. A uh, Matty, uh, sorry, Mick, <laughs> Matt's his brother. Mick didn't have anyone in the Warriors-Raiders game. We then moved to the Roosters game. I had Satili Tupanuri got 66. He had Luke Kiri got 60, so he squared up there. And then my Canterbury Bulldogs in that game as well. Jeremy Marshall King with a 54. Max King named a lock, and I thought, here we go, lock me in for a 60, uh, 44, which was a little bit disappointing. Still hoping and praying for an injury in that Canterbury pack uh, so that Maxi King can get some real minutes. But uh, 44 in the front row, I'll just take it anyway, to be honest with you. Uh, the Newcastle Knights, he had uh, Chris Randall, who got a 53. Pretty good showing by Randall uh, to get to 53 in that sort of performance. Uh, you know, obviously, over the last few weeks, has, has scored, you know, your 27s, 30s around this mark. So I'll take that. And then his captain was Jackson Hastings. He got 148. James Tamu. Uh, had a line break in this game, so he pushed his way up to 75. And Francis Molo with a 38 there. For me, uh, to finish the round, had some big scores. I had Scotty Drinkwater, 113 against um, the Parramatta Eels there. Looking like a really good get for me this year, Scotty Drinkwater. And then, of course, my skipper, Mr. Reliable, Ryan Pappenhausen. Somehow updated to 107. No fucking idea how. But got to 107 as my captain, 214. So, 968 for me. 776 to uh, Mick. Beat him by around about 200. Uh, in my comp, we're not doing for and against this year. We are just doing points scored. Uh, so, that sort of stuff matters. And I'm really happy with how I'm going as far as that goes. I'm actually third on the ladder. Uh, my record is 5-3, and three, which is a little bit disappointing considering um, the points scored. I'm at the very top of that. 6,400 points scored. The next best is 6,200. So I'm 200 points in front of second place. Uh, and I did have a, a, a Pappy captaincy a few weeks ago. There was 195 or whatever, which helped. Uh, but I think this is the first time in, I think, four weeks uh, I've had a captain that's got above 55. So... If I would have nailed my captains, if Pappy didn't have an injury cloud over him last week, I think I could have extended that 200-point lead over second to three to potentially push around the 400 mark. But happy with where I am. I think I've got a team that can win this comp, can well and truly win this comp. Uh, there's other guys. Um, Ryan, for example, has a record of 7-1, uh, and his team's good, no doubt about it. I've scored about 200 points more than him, but he was missing Nathan Cleary in the early piece. So he's looking like a guy that is going to be hard to beat. A couple of other fellas with really good teams in this competition too that probably aren't playing to their full ability as it stands right now. But very confident I'm going to have a top four side in this competition. Um, I think I've just been a bit unlucky in a few losses, to be honest with you. And to be fair, I've been a bit lucky too with the, with the couple of wins I've got. But uh, no doubt whatsoever, being 200 points in, in front of second so far this season, I think my team's probably been the best so far. So fingers crossed, can keep that up. Supercoach draft seasons are very long. I've been in this position before and faded uh, pretty poorly come finals time. So it's just about now trying to get it right on the waiver wire and try and build the best possible team I can uh, for the four, four weeks of finals at the end of the season as I'm pretty confident I'll be in the top eight, definitely. Uh, as it stands right now with my team, Pappy's really carrying me uh, through. He's just such an incredible captain uh, to have, and I'm so glad that I landed where I did on draft day. Uh, I would have only taken him at fourth. I wouldn't have taken him third, second, first. 
first. I would have taken the guys that went in the order there, Turbo, Cleary, probably Teddy. Uh, I, I would have considered Pappy over Teddy, but I'm not sure if I would have pulled the trigger uh, with gun to my head realistically. So happy with where I ended up at fourth pick, happy with a lot of my draft picks from draft day and happy with the the, the, the the small, not gigantic, but the small moves that I've made uh, on the waiver wire so far this season. Now, when I look forward to next week, I play Eamon. Uh, his team's doing okay, sitting in ninth place with a record of three and five. Uh, he's in the bottom five or six for overall point scorers. He's actually missing a couple of troops, which will help me. He's missing Connor Watson. Uh, he gets, if Tui Kamakamika is named, he will get him back. But he's missing Chanel Harris-Tavita, I assume he's not playing. He's also missing uh, Latrell Mitchell, his number one pick. So a very, very tough gig for Eamon this week. Probably his big name players I need to watch out for. Colin Montungi, he's been on an absolute tear the last few weeks. Maddo, very solid second rower as well. Luke Brooks is in great form for the West Tigers. They play the Manly Seagulls, hopefully with Turbo on them. So hopefully Brooksy stays quiet. Dylan Brown's probably been his best player this year, averaging 75 points. Thankfully, they're playing the Penrith Panthers at Penrith. So a really tough matchup there for Dylan Brown, which definitely helps me. I'm not expecting him to go massive there. Justin Olam for the Melbourne Storm plays the Dragons next week, so he could do anything. Absolutely killed it this week. He's also got Hamiso, who scored 64 on the weekend in 15 minutes. I uh, can't really see that happening again. Myself with Scotty Drinkwater should be able to outscore him there. So pretty confident I'll be able to get a W um, in that game coming up this weekend. I've been pretty confident most weekends, uh, but this weekend when I have a look at my matchups and I'll just run you through uh, why I'm confident. We've got the South Sydney Rabbitohs taking on the Brisbane Broncos on Thursday night, so I will have Katoni Staggs going up against either Isaiah Tass or Tane Milne, uh, so pretty confident with that little matchup there. Probably won't play Lockanillis in this one. I'll probably go for my other halves. I'll talk about them soon. Uh Canberra, they take on the Canterbury Bulldogs. For me, I will probably play Brad Schneider here against the Doggies. I'll play Jeremy Marshall King, and I will play Max King as well. Matty Tomoko, I might rest him for this one. Uh, it is down there in Canberra. He did score a try last week, so I'll have a look at the other matchups for my outside backs, but I think Tomoko I'll probably rest this week. The Panthers play the Parramatta Eels the late game Friday night from Bluebet Stadium. Isaac Targo is the only player I have from either of these sides, uh, so I will definitely play him as I will every single week regardless of matchup. Then we got the Manly Seagulls against the West Tigers and Cola. And Olakawatu walks back in. That's the other thing about my win this weekend. Big score. Didn't have Olakawatu, uh, which is huge. I've now got Olakawatu and Kola that match up next to each other. So that's a really good little pairing to have. I wouldn't be surprised if they combine uh, for a couple of tries this year or at least work off the back of each other. Uh, they play the West Tigers, who so I don't have any players from the West Tigers. So I'll just be cheering on the Manly Boys at Brookvale. Pretty comfortable seat to be sitting in there. Then the Roosters play the Titans. The Roosters, I have Nat Butcher, who I'll leave on the bench. I also have Satili Tupanua, who I like him in this matchup. It's coming to you from Mackay. Uh, so Satili, if he can crash over for try there, I should get 60 or 70. If not, I'll cop the 40 there. And then the big one, uh, well, the big two coming up. My two fullbacks. I've got Scott Drinkwater taking on the Newcastle Knights. I'll play him at 5'8", but very confident that he gets a good score against Newcastle. They just look 
absolutely defeated to me at the moment, unfortunately. So, Drinky, very keen on him. And then I've got the Melbourne Storm and Ryan Pappenhausen from Amy Park taking on the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Uh, so, Pappy will be my captain this week at Amy Park on Sunday. Perfect to be able to have a look at all the other guys and work out who my VC is going to be. Then on Sunday, Arvo, 4 o'clock. Coming to you from Cronulla, I've got the Sharks versus the New Zealand Warriors. I'll have the two second rowers going up against each other from the Sharkies. I'll have Britton Acora from the Warriors, Ewan Aitken. So I think I can lock both of those in for a 50. Hopefully one of them can score a meaty on their edge. And we can go a little bit higher. Britton Acora, I'm probably starting to lock him in for more of a 60-point score. He's been a really good get for me this year. Loved him in the trials. Uh, a lot of people said that, you know, he's done this before and he's he's not going to perform. So far this year he has. His super coach performances have been great. So hopefully Britain can keep it up. As I said, Pappy will be my skipper, my VC. I'm looking at Scotty Drinkwater, but uh, he plays the late game Saturday, so it is a little bit late. I'm looking at Ola Kawatu against the West Tigers. Could be a good little get there. I've got Jordan Piera, who I'm still carrying on my extended bench at the moment. Uh, he plays the first game, though, so I won't be able to use him uh, for the VC loophole. But uh, I'm pretty safe to assume that I will drop uh, Royce Hunt. So I will be able to pick up someone else that I can VC with if I would like to. Uh, just a matter of deciding who my VC will be, whether it will be um, Katoni Staggs, Brad Schneider, uh, or Isaac Targo, or Ola Kawatu. One of those guys I think I'll go for, but I'll work that out later in the week. Hopefully teamless tomorrow are kind to us, uh, but very happy with where we are sitting uh, in our draft comp at the moment. Good little win last week against Mick, who's at the bottom of the ladder, and Eamon, who's sort of struggling a little bit this week too. I'll be expecting to win that one with my good matchups. It's been a pretty poor uh, two weeks to play my side, just considering all the matchups and everything. So, fingers crossed can get that done. Pretty confident I get the W this weekend, and that will lock us into a top four spot looking forward. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 